This is 50,000 Watt Clear Channel XCRB Radio. This is. Diversity. So yeah. Let's just dive in. That's the way we do it. <laughs> Best here at Diversity. Yeah, 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 yeah. No construct, no plan. You're so far away, though. <clears throat> I know. Do you want to get a little closer? Does it it doesn't to have to be. Let's, let's bounce in closer. I need to feel your girth. Here we are at Coburg North <laughs> Studios. Dude, I went all close the, enough. Can yeah, you feel I my went aura? all the way to the Preston Market because I do it every time when I because I don't remember your address. I just know where you live, but you don't live over there. So you go to the market as a reference <laughs> and then find your way here from there and backtrack. Because <laughs> I'm like, I had to look it up today. I was like, where's that Kodak area? Yeah, all the like Vision Lane and all the <laughs> Focus Drive, focus Aperture, Aperture Lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to look all that, but anyway, yeah, nice. I made it. Did you did you walk here from the market? No, nah, I drove. You drove. Yeah, we we right there. What car you got? The van. Oh, you got the van. I got the van. My, that's 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 the universe. The office. And that gets you across Adelaide to Melbourne. Give me all every the way time. there, man. Tuned up. Nice. How many and cases is it done now? Man, nearly three hundred thousand. Yeah, solid. Yeah, it's getting up there. Man, my Nissan Pintara wagon that uh, sadly died a burnt death at the hands of a few uh, young scallywags. Somebody wagons. burned it. Yeah, four four young cats just were walking through the streets of Northcote and um, jacked it from my dad's house in the driveway. Oh, I was down I at Phillip Island happened. at the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Damn. yeah took it down a creek and then just set it on fire, you know, for something to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do. That's how you, That's what you do. My That's how you recreate. Just imagine, imagine that crew. Because I didn't, I mean, I had like, you know, I grew up with some, rambunctious cats but I <laughs> I never grew up with anybody who was like what y'all want to do tonight y'all want to steal a car and burn it mm. <laughs> and then follow through mm. like, yeah I mean you know in a weird way I'm like I'm kind of like I'm just impressed but also saddened yeah I think they did two cars in the one night they did night, two perhaps. that night it was two so cars down there man eventually when what's, I got the notice wrong kids these days man I got a notice from the council saying please come and collect your vehicle you had to get it from an address and I was like oh great it's and it was, there somewhere and it was the creek and I went to the address I was like my car's not here they didn't even give you the heads up I had to walk all the way down through all the bushes past all the brown snakes bro and um see my burnt out car I was like did you oh. have anything precious in there like I had uh I had the uh Luis Essa and uh Le Del Nueva Onda do Brasil CD in there. Apart from that, were they in the the CD player? I think that one was. So they were bumping it, or under this under the seat. They were burning it to the Brazilian rhythms. Maybe. I mean, that's kind of a. I'm I'm happier if they were. Was that one like that was playing when it burned? (laughs) 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 Burning that shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually all right, man, because that's fire. That is a fire track. Um. Maybe that, that set the car on fire. <laughs> <laughs> They're just trying to cruise like, okay. yo, this, this. Hey, this is recreating a way better death story in my memory for you my sweet well, car. Hey, man, if, if it's unknown, make it, a, make it a myth, a folklore legend. I, I'm with it. Because that car had done uh, 400,000, I think. Oh. Yeah, roughly. That's that's. that's that's like been to the moon and back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just throwing numbers out there. I don't know how far the moon is. <laughs> might have gone to the moon a few, few nights in the back of that car. Um, 
Howling. <laughs> Howling Wolf. Wordsworth. <laughs> Dustin Howl. Dustin Howl. That's weird. Yeah. Low heads, man. That's well, that, those are some rambunctious youth. They used to just bum rush in New York. But you never thought the low heads? Low heads. It's nah. like a gang of kids who would, this is pre social media and all that. They would get together and put out the message, yo, we're like, we're bum rushing this Ralph Lauren store. We're like 30, 40, 50, sometimes 100 deep. Wow. And just be like, all these kids rush it and just jack shit. Because mm. like, they can't get us all. <laughs> it's like a no. school of fish, but that want to rob. <laughs> Your fine wares, you know, your striped shirts and your your vintage like sailing gear. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. What I'm saying? And they would jack it, and it was like they would jack the jackets, and they'd be like, "Yo, mm -hmm. that's your low gear," and that's how they rolled. It was like the low heads. Is that why sailing gear became so widespread across? Country? I have no <laughs> idea because ain't nobody sailing. Because remember how I was Ralph Lauren and like Nordica and stuff. Nordica, of Tommy Hilfiger has some sailing <laughs> gear. Hilfiger. It's just a look. It's yeah, like, man, yeah, I'm. Yeah. But sailors don't look that way. No. <laughs> it's just an invention. 90s rappers look that 90s way. 90s rappers look that way. We sailing. We sailing a bit away. Sailing through the bars. Sailing through, the, <laughs> sailing through these bars, baby. Captain of the ship. Man, is this... I think we're recording. I think everything's cool. I mean, I can't see a waveform, but you, I can see you, the green light going up you're when trusting, I talk. You're trusting that it's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, look. Look, when you talk, when I talk, and then when you talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that looks safe to me, man. <laughs> Because I, I know you've had a, a couple where you're like, man, I've just been talking for two hours. <laughs> None of this is recorded. That's I'm just, heartbreaking. Yeah, it's like I'm just going to try to recreate. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just in the zone. You know, and it's still nice to have, have done it, even if it isn't recorded, you know. I remember you talking about that once. You just yeah, put stuff out there. You just put it out, man. Some of still, it, it some still of exists. It, some of it get caught. Some of it, it don't. Got felt. <clears throat> it's just worth riffing, you know. It's worth the riff. Merv Griffin. Merv Griffin. Blake Griffin. Worth the riffing. You know that Blake Merv Griffin is Blake Griffin's uncle. You lying? I am. <laughs> you can't. I see the look in your eye changed. I was like, how you just know that tidbit? You lying? <laughs> you go word. I, need, I should have watched the inauguration. Griffin is. <laughs> I know the name. You know that it's one of them names. Yeah, one of those like names. Bob Backlund. Like, <laughs> oh, I know that name, but you don't know who that is. Merv Griffin. What was he? A game show host? Probably. They all were. Yeah. Right. Merv Griffin. Who's the Merv Griffin show. I think he had, he had a, a show. show. Well, he's mm -hmm. like, they had a lot of variety shows back in the day, like the mm -hmm. Dick Van Dyke show. It's like Dick Van Dyke. He had a show, man. See, I don't know. I, if you I don't know Dick, Dick Van Dyke? I know the name. Chim if I saw his face, if he walked in this garage right now, I'd, I'd knock him Dude, out. He has, his mustache is stunning. Mm. <laughs> he got, he got one of them big old white mustaches. Oh, maybe I do know that. Yeah, guy. yeah. He, man, he used to. He was in Mary Poppins. You ever seen Mary Poppins? Yeah. He's a chimney sweep. Okay. So he's a, he's an old school actor. Could yeah, sing, could dance. And then had a variety show, then had like a detective mystery show in his older age. Wow. People had long careers back Bless then. Bless those cats, man. They just kept creating. Dude, they creating. Kept, kept in the game. Yeah. Just in the game. Do you feel, do you reckon there's a number, you reckon you can put an age number on creativity or do you just think it's entirely oh, up it to the infinite. individual? It's it, infinite. Yeah. How could it, how could you, how could it, it's like I was listening to Operation Doomsday on my way down. There's this like part in a, this little skit where Doom's like, how could you, how could you think that, Motherfuckers gonna run out of shit. You ain't never gonna run out of shit. That's so he like almost got upset with himself. He's like, man, this there's so much shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> you know? it's true. You it's can't true. even like I could just drop all the music stuff and like start getting deep into pottery, and that's a, a whole wave. Yep, yep. That has branches and branches. So you just gotta keep yourself inspired, man. Totally. And if and if the well runs dry, <clears throat> keep it moving, find a new well. And whatever shape it takes, you know, whatever, you don't have to open. create in a certain way, you could say, you nah. know. 
and be open to the challenge. <clears throat> and more so than anything, I think creativity is like about being willing to be uncomfortable and stepping out of your comfort zone, mm. being whack at shit. Mm. You know, yes. that's terrible. Making mistakes at things. Making mistakes, being the worst in the room. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But being willing to work hard and build your way up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like be the best you version yeah, of 100%. whatever that is. Like, man, if I want to do badminton, cool. I'm going to get in. I'm going to be not, I'm be horrible, but yeah. I'm gonna, eventually I'll be all right. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, you got to yeah. keep that thought in your mind. Of like, you know what I mean? Because sometimes new things are difficult, you know? Definitely. And it's like, do you want to just do that old thing because it's familiar? Yeah. But you feeling, but then you're not feeling inspired by it? Mm -hmm. Or do you want to do something new that's hard, mm. but like the little gains are like, damn. That's so fulfilling, you know? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And I think it's like, a, you know, you it's a test for a lot of people that because to step out of that comfort can be the hardest thing in the world. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, it, it also comes down to, like, what you're creating for. Because if you're creating just to feel dope at what you do, mm. I don't necessarily think that, I mean, for me anyway, that's not why I create. Mm. Like, I could I could be, if I, if I felt too accomplished at it, I'd want to try something new because mm. it's like, obviously this is not challenging me anymore. Mm. So it's time to like branch out, you know, shoot from the other side of the arc. You're not yep. so good over there. Yeah. Work yep. on that one. You straight know what I'm saying? Up. It's like, Oh, the whole angles changed. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. Or change the game. Yeah. <laughs> Either up. change the angle or change the game. <laughs> Kurt Angle. I remember years ago reading, um, yeah, was someone talking about like, you've got 10 good years might have even been in a movie or something, but they were talking about like peak creativity, mm -hmm. you know? And I was like, damn, that's a limit. Like that's a real, oh, look at this spider coming down. He's blowing around in the wind. You see him? He's kind no. of light colored. He's right there. You might not have the light on it. Right. Oh, I do see him. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, swaying I, around. Yeah, he's he's like, it's a daddy long leg. I thought it was going to be like a red bag. Oh, he's got a super wobbly web. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, that's super constricting. 10 years. It's not very much. And then look at Hermeto Pasquale. Look at tons of people. Been man. doing it. Been doing it since been doing it. Well, even yeah, like man. Miles Davis, you know, had a... Well, it's funny. Like, I was talking about Miles the other day. And I was like, damn, you know, it's funny that Miles never got deep into Brazil. And then I remembered his little church with Hermeto. And I was like, oh, yeah. he's already been to the peak of Brazil, yeah. at least in my opinion. I, and yeah. I was like, I'm sorry, man. If Miles was here, he would just, just slap me and be like, you don't know nothing about my career. <laughs> but I caught myself. And I was like, bro, just change. He was, he was the consummate, you know, artist. Just changing, reinventing himself, you know, challenging himself. He's yeah. like, like they said, he had this quote about um, ballads. And they're like, that someone's asking him, like, why, why don't you play ballads? He's like, man, I, I don't play them because I like them too much. Mm. <laughs> you know, he's like, I'd just play them forever if I didn't. Like I showed Info Jones the other day, this joint called Rated X, and it's just like miles on organ and uh, like heinous organ with like a couple pretty chords, but mostly like scary chords. Wow. And then just like the rhythm section going in. What and kind of organ? Like a smooth sounding like, or like a no, screeching kind of like, like a Hammond kind of Hammond, burning. like, you know, he got a half the face covered like in a church. Oh. Organ. And um, and he's like these chords. And then the, the break goes in. It sounds like a DJ Shadow track. Hey, hang on, Miles Davis is playing the he's organ? He's playing the organ. I didn't even know he played any keys. Dude, he plays keys. He's playing the organ and then the rhythm section comes in and just smashing it. And then like he's on the boards as well. Wow. So he'll he'll just drop the drums out let the organ ride and then smack it back in. Yeah. And it's like, and this is, and if you listen to kind of blue or something like that, and then you listen to that, you're like, damn, these are like night and day, still creative, mm -hmm. different lane. Yeah. And he ain't doing it for you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, nah, he's nah. doing it for him and his collective. And that's, yeah. I think you have to 
also keep that in mind is like the journey the the output might be for people to you know better their lives and shit and that's good Mm -hmm. but the journey is your own like Mm -hmm. i can never make you feel what i feel when i do a thing yeah and i gotta respect that i gotta respect that space you gotta respect that space Mm. and that's cool that's why everybody gotta keep creating in their own way yeah that's the beauty of that era as well you know i feel like so many cats back then could just create what they felt for themselves but Mm. there was space um there seemed, to be, there seemed to be a lot more space in the market for that, you know? Yeah, well, you could sell it. I mean, now, it's, I think it's even better now because, you know, you could have your whole hard drive full of creative things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, it don't necessarily have to be for anybody, mm. you know? Yeah. And, like, I'm learning that now, like, especially now I started making beats on an MPC, you know, and just, like, learning that. And, like, I got so many that... There's no goal for them other than yeah. for what they were in that moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I move on to the next one and it's yeah. all good. Like, And I remember being younger and like making beats on like Reason and stuff. And I, and I used to have this, just felt this weird pressure. Like everything was to be heard. Everything yeah. was like, I'm making this for this. Or something. It had to be towards something as opposed to just like toward the process of mm. being better at doing it. Mm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah stair-stepping myself into like it's like it's like if you were to document every practice you had every yeah. basketball practice it's like filming it and then mm. expecting that to be like something that people would care about totally it's like nah man nobody want to see you in the workshop yeah 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 that's for you <laughs> for sure and i think yeah man absolutely and i reckon most of the times if you start creating something and then try to fit it into a frame of like this is going to be a release so i'm doing this to share it or put it out in some way that's kind of going to start controlling the creative process at the same time, as opposed to Tom Scott comes into my mind talking before about a limit on creativity. I mean, that's a man that just, I was, I was just going to say, this is like a perfect segue into the album that we were working on, Mm. you know what I mean? And what that was, what that process was, what the, because I mean like going into it with, I'm sure like different intentions just because we're different people and there was lots of people involved Mm. and it's just like, what is that and the, and the app coming out of that what that journey means to each of us individually mm. like and it's all part of that you know what i mean yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> how many how many pieces of tape laying on the ground you yeah. know what i mean and, and the feeling of like no but that's and for him you know no nah, that's just part yeah. of my process yeah that's yeah, part yeah. of a process to get somewhere yeah might never be heard yeah completely man and 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 that you know that guy like i always tell people like i've 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 seen him write and then heard him record, you know, 32 bar verses in the space of a couple of hours in one take or two takes. And then he'd just be like, eh, see, you know, see how we go. Mm. <laughs> and I'm sitting there listening to it like, gosh, <laughs> yeah, this is, this one. is incredible. This is it. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, yeah, man. It's just super interesting, man, just to see. yeah to see different because we're you know four different cats as well that we're working on this album Mm. um in terms of probably how we go about creating and the way we saw true we should we should probably frame it for the people let's frame it i mean let's frame this up most people would be checking this out probably off the back of yeah the album they know the deal but but yeah so what what how long what have we been doing 15 minutes (laughs) my name is will connell AKA Billy Hoyle. I'm joined today by Dominic Wagner, AKA Dominic Wagner. <laughs> Kazo. Kazo Oslo. Also. Kazo Shea Butter Love. Oof. 
like that name. That's the DJ. Yeah. Name. Every now and then I see that and I'm like, oh, that's right. That's Dom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, we talk, the record we're talking about is uh, what's going to be the new Man Made Mountain record, which is the duo that me and Dom have performed as since uh, we did our first show at Strawberry Fields, I believe, at mm -hmm. the end of 2015. Mm hmm. It was a glorious evening. I had myself such a wonderful time. But was that was it Hills Are Alive? Wasn't that first? Or was that after? No, that was after. Okay. I th think. Oh, yeah. No, nah, Hills Are Alive was in March the following year. Uh, just after we put out Kashasa. Yeah, that's Just true. before we put out the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and Strawberry Fields was kind so of that. So that was a number one. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that was the one. That was before we had anything out. Oh, we might have chucked out Master Plan, actually. Yeah, we had Master Plan floating, floating around. Yeah, yeah. Um, and here we are, 2021, <laughs> down the track. Uh, we've been living. We've been creating life. We've been creating other things. We've been parenting a lot. We've been mm. diversifying our bonds. Most definitely. Um, and... Yeah, so that's the loose framework. This is a diversity uh, with Dom to talk about this record, Average Man, New Man, New Man Made Mountain album, which has uh, got a strong framework of, of well, not parenting, but becoming a, becoming a dad, mm. sh different shades of, of growth oh, for sure. of, a, of a man, of a boy and a man. Maturity. <laughs> <laughs> questions <laughs> who am i what who is this I? how do i relate what is this how do i Why? navigate how relations does this, how does this work <laughs> how do babies get born um but yeah man you you want to add anything to the to that framing right oh now? man I, I think that's a beautiful frame um i think we should also add that like you know it was a long time in the making mm. well yeah 20 2015 2016 uh congo square came out yeah yeah so i mean many years um and you know, a lot of a lot of life changes in the course of making a record, having kids, me moving to another city. Like a lot has kind of gone down in in the in between. But um, I th and I and I honestly feel I was listening to it the other day, and I was like, I feel it. You know, when I listen back to the record, like I can feel transition. You know, and that and I think that's if anyone were to ask me, like define it in one word, I would probably say transition. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because it's just the whole record was an ever, ever evolving animal. You know what I mean? But yeah, man, I, I reckon I, I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel it too, man. I feel it after all this time. <laughs> it was an ever evolving animal. That's for damn sure. It started off as a capybara in the jungles of Brazil and it ended up, I think, as perhaps a peregrine falcon. Um, the fastest animal on planet earth yeah, about to shoot out the band camp right now <laughs> <laughs> the band camp pigeonhole mm. um yeah it was definitely a journey and yeah absolutely man so much so much growth and change for, for everyone um involved uh yeah because because originally you know this this project was the four of us it was mm. four four people involved you know writing the majority of it um and I'm not sure how deep to go now, yeah, to be honest. Like, what can we say? What can I talk about here? Um, but yeah, man. I we mean, just come up with like 
come up with like character names. Like mm. so we could just refer to people by Street Fighter names. <laughs> it was like Ryu, Ken, Blanca, and Zangief mm, 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 mm. had an idea. <laughs> Z- Zangief, Zangief scrapped his verse and rewrote it. <laughs> and, then body, and then body slammed the whole track. <laughs> no, I, was, I, I would say he, he has to be Blanca. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got to be Blanca. Yeah, Electrifying. Yeah, yeah. And you're you're Ryu. I'm Ryu. Yeah, yeah that feels right. So he, okay, Blanca. Who, who are you? Um, I'll be Zangief. Oh no, no, that's Louis Tui. Oh my bad. Louis Tui Zangief. Yeah, Louis Tui Zangief. <laughs> <laughs> we'll throw one name out there. I'm I'm gonna be Ken. Mm, 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 Actually, no, I think I reckon the other guy's Ken. <laughs> the other guy. The other guy. Say that? Can, can we, we say his say? name? I don't know. What can we I say? I don't know, man. Who's it's gonna a weird listen place. To this? It's a weird. <laughs> place. <laughs> it's a weird place to be. Every, you know, uh, yeah, it's a weird place, man. You know um, what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's a weird. It's weird because like the <laughs> the process of creating something so intimately mm-hmm. and and oh. and so far apart in a lot of ways. Yeah, over such a long stretch over of time. such a long stretch of time. You know, and then you're kind of left in this place after it's all done where you're like, it's done, but it's like, but you don't know what you can say and what you can't say still. It's like, yeah. yes, it's like a relationship, you know, 100%. Yeah. Maybe that's probably the, the best way to talk about it because to have, it was a relationship with this record, like, yeah. and, it, and it reflected in a lot of ways um, the same way relationships do, like where you're at in your own mind and your own soul and your own spirit. Yeah. Like I know initially when I started the relationship with this record, it was like it was just it was like any relationship. It was fun. It was like exciting. It was like things were just happening quickly and so easily and effortlessly, it seemed. And it was just like boom, boom, whoa, wow, like just hitting, you know what I mean? Like sparking. Yeah. Yep. And and that energy rode, you know, and then eventually like when I I think I left and it was like and I and, and you guys were still working. And I remember like some stuff was getting done and I kind of, I started feeling, I think I told you when it stays like a little distance from the yeah. record and it, was, it wasn't because I wasn't feeling it. It was because like, like, man, like we used to be so close. You just and, physically weren't there. Yeah. Well, physically it's like, you know, you know, the, them dates wasn't happening the same way. Them calls yeah. wasn't coming through the same way, you know, yeah. it's like not being there, but still seeing the energy yeah. and you start to feel like, am I even involved really? Like, cause you, you know, you just remember what you did yeah. and you're proud of what you did, but you're like, damn, I want to be there, but I can't always be there. And then, um, and then after that distance, there was sort of like a a period where a lot of what we did or what you guys were doing was became that thing of like some of it's sticking and some of it's just getting chucked away. And I remember talking to you and it was like, I think you were at a bit of a frustrated point with it where you were just like, man, I just don't know. You know, it's maybe like two years in or something. You're like, I don't know. So many songs are getting just dropped. Like that's not how, that's never how we worked, you know? And mm-hmm. I know for me, I've always been the kind of person where like when I do something, I do it and it's I'm doing it because that's going to be the one. Yeah. And learning how to work with somebody who doesn't see things that way, Mm. you know, just sees things as a process and you can do a billion and maybe keep two. Yeah. (laughs) Was different. And so that made me think, well, damn, I don't even know what this what this relationship is anymore because I thought it was this and it's not that. And then um, and then kind of coming back to it renewed, you know, and, and. contributing some stuff that was like maybe or maybe not going to be on but starting to work on it again after you know I had kind of tucked it behind in the back of my mind for a little bit and then just and and a lot of that came from knowing that you were you were sticking with it you know you were like ride or die with it Mm, it was like mm. even as frustrating as it must have been and that re-inspired me to be like man let me do what I can 
mm. to help get this over the line at least, you know? Yeah, man. Well, I just believed in it so much, mm. you know? And I, and I just knew it was of a quality that I, I really wanted to complete. It was the best work I'd, I'd been a part of, you mm. know? I can't believe that that relationship analogy that you used, man. That is so perfect. <laughs> that is exactly what it was. Mm. Exactly. And it just got, it became, you know, it went from easy flow, didn't have to think about it, just do it. And then it, then there were elements of work, you mm. know, and disharmony and like, what are we doing? Where's this going? How's this look? What are we? All those things. And, <laughs> Yeah, you know that, yeah. The hardest thing for me, just to go back to what you were saying about, yeah, like having all these songs and, you know, like scrapping things and because uh, by then we were definitely making an album. Yeah. You know? We weren't just doing songs. We weren't just creating for fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was still obviously had to be part of it, but there was a, there was a picture, you know, that mm-hmm. we were shooting for. There was a mm-hmm. goal. And because my time, I mean, I know you can relate to this, my time was so limited my free time around work and around family that I didn't, I didn't have time to just throw things around, you know, so haphazardly and be, and, and I, I didn't have the, the, the luxury or I, I didn't want to mm. have time just be wasted in effect, yeah. you know, just like spend a bunch of hours making these songs and then just throw them away. Mm. And I just, Especially when I believed in them, you know, yeah. I didn't think they were junk songs. I thought, you know, they had potential. Let's like, finish, like, let's see these through. Mm. There's a, there's a track on the album that um there was a verse on "Lie with Me." You know, there was a, there was a verse on that that I just I thought it was beautiful. Just the imagery that it conjured up. One of Blanca's verses. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, the imagery was just ah, oh, it killed me, and I felt like the beat flip because it went from this halftime into this. Um, into this groove, you know, like a 104 BPM kind of slow disco kind of groove. Mm. And, ah, yeah, anyway, that that joint just excited me and then it, that, that wasn't a reciprocated feeling on the other side. So, um, yeah, I just had to let it go, you know, like a bunch of those other things and that, and that yeah, that was, that was tricky to navigate, you know. And I definitely grew throughout the process to be able to pre- appreciate those kind of decisions and that kind of approach the more it went on and towards the end. And I could see, all right, well, you know, sure, not everything's worth keeping. I'm, every album that's ever been made has offcuts. So I get that. But yeah, it was hard, definitely hard to see at the time when I'm in the thick of it and I'm parenting and I'm tired and I'm mm. working and I'm driving around and I'm just like, Nah, I don't want this time to just be in vain. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it also came off the strength of like those initial comings together in the studio where things were like it was that initial energy was yeah. just so electric and organic I mean? and organic. And so it's like the and the interpretation is that this is something that's working, you know, and that all those pieces are are continuing on that like energy wave of like yeah yeah we're just making joints and we'll we'll sort them out later but never like and and it was a hard thing but you know it's it's like any relationship you know when you're dealing with other people um you just don't see things you don't feel things the same way and you got it and you have to be humble in that space you know especially when somebody's vision is like you know 
super clear clear and strong and strong and you're like and if it's clearly no like and mine's clearly yes you know like what are you gonna do like it's and i think in relationships in general like you always reach that impasse where somebody is clearly this and the other person's clearly opposed to that like fully yin and yang and somehow they tie together but you know eventually decisions have to be made eventually you know steps have to be taken you know so it's like i think i think it was lucky i felt lucky anyway like going through this process because i I think all in all it showed me it showed me to myself you know what i mean yeah just through the going through the process of working with people which is why i always say like that would be my greatest takeaway from making this record is like just knowing how i feel about things Mm. like no matter what you tell yourself like oh i'm a good collaborator i'm a good this i'm a good that but how did you feel? Yeah. You know, when that went down, when somebody said something you didn't yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you feel? And then unpacking that energy. 100%. And that's a real place. You got to be humble to do that. You got to yeah. be like, damn, yeah, I would say, I wanted to say it didn't bother me, but that did bother me. Yeah. Let me understand why. Yeah. And let me grow from that and 100%. not just be like denying it. Nah. You know, yeah. but embrace like, okay, you felt this way. Yeah. Be honest with it. Yeah, and be honest with and it. aware of it. Yeah. And, I, and it was really in that middle period where I was almost, almost like at a, I wanted to be down and supportive, but like mm. in my heart, I like not in my heart, but somewhere inside, there was like a fuck it feeling. Yeah, just like I, f- I felt that man. You know what and, I'm saying? And I understood it. And it was just like, I think it mainly came from like after we had done a, a joint that I was digging, and I'd done a verse for, and, I, and it almost felt like, you know, it was that ego thing. It's like, mm. man, it's like this because I thought it was, I thought it was ill, mm. and you know, and to not see that same energy reciprocated was like confronting it's you know shot. what i'm saying it's, it's a shock, shock because you know how we see ourselves especially in creative spaces it's just that thing like you you feel comfortable like i can do this mm. i know how to do this mm. and i did it and there's there's not that like whoa well there's something saying no you don't yeah there's some there's an energy saying nah maybe you don't and maybe yeah. you don't know how to do this or maybe you did it but it's not being felt and yep. then and even if you feel it, but it's like the place that it's meant to go. And it comes back to that creation thing and having like having to feel like it has to have a place to go. And that's that's sort of the emotion that I had to learn and the greatest lesson I think I learned from Blanca in that whole process is like, what does it mean to you? You know, and what it means to you <clears throat> is just as valuable, if not more valuable, than what would it, it would mean if it was a link on a computer that people could click on and listen to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and which is a fleeting thing anyway. You know what I'm saying? So like, but what's lasting is your your growth from that and you're working on things. You're being in that zone. So it's like, I had to, I had to kind of, that helped me process those emotions and then, you know, got me to a place where I was like, okay, cool. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be so precious with everything anymore. Yeah. And emotionally tied to, you know, tracks or mixes or anything like mm. What I'm tied to is the relationships, you know, and and the journey. Yeah. And, you know, coming from that place, I felt like it was, it just made me feel better about working, you know, with, mm. with you guys and mm. better on working on a project that I was like, it may never come out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I, and I was cool with that. Mm-hmm. I, when the cooler I got with that, the easier it was to just like, man, let me just contribute and, yeah. and like see what happens, you mm-hmm. know, put some mm-hmm. drops in the ocean. <laughs> I would I would love to have got to that place. Um, I think being kind of 
the epicenter in terms of producing the whole thing and being having it all on my computer and mm. you know, being recording everything and having all the tracks and producing and reproducing. I was definitely you know way too attached at that point. You know, well at any point really <laughs> to mm. like to let it go. I was like, nah, man, this has got to. This has got to. But that's that's passionality. That's passion, and it was yeah. that passion that brought me back. Mm. You know what I mean? It mm. was that past, like seeing like man, if Will is going to hold on to this and, and is going to see it through. Yeah. And I'm and I'm seeing how it's affecting you and I'm knowing the sacrifices that you've made mm. to get it done. Yeah. And I was like, if I'm a friend, not even like creative yeah. partner, but if I'm a friend, a friend will do what he can to help this mm. get over the line. Whatever that is, it means finishing a verse, rewriting a verse, just checking in, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, whatever yeah. that is, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. that formula is, because I, I never felt like I was in that like core decision-making role. Yeah. But I felt like I could at least hear what you had to say yeah, yeah, yeah. and give you my opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think, I hope that that was helpful. Oh, that was super, <laughs> like, bless you for that, man. I appreciated that, you know, and I appreciate you. Uh, but yeah, that was completely necessary for me, you know, to to complete it. And um, yeah, man, I, I yeah, I, I knew you always had my back and just to go back to when you were touching on that point, when you went to Adelaide, yeah, like mm. that, that was definitely the hardest part of the, of the record. I don't think I was quite aware how much your absence physically in those sessions were kind of impacting it, but, but it was, um, because there was that whole dynamic removed from that creation process. And you were, instead of being there at the birthing of songs, you were kind of coming in, you know, when they were a toddler mm -hmm. and uh, trying to get to know the child you know that yeah, had already been sort of formed and trying to find you know a way to fit in i guess yeah in a way that you thought was dope or i might have thought was dope and then yeah the different perspectives the dynamic of four people seeing something four mm -hmm. different ways or you know two different ways or whatever um yeah that was a challenging part and then yeah in the end it came full circle back to you know Back to me and you piecing the record yeah. together. Yeah, well, and to me, it, it was kind of a beautiful moment in the in the relationship with the record, where it was yeah. like it just came back to, to it just came simple again. <laughs> you yeah. Know yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, it was yeah. super. Con and I think it's like with a lot of like in love and a lot of relationships, it's like mm. you can get real heady about things, mm. and you mm. can you can get into these dimensions of thought where you're overthinking so much, every little move, every little word. Yeah, you know, whether it be like with a partner or something, like, you know, because it it can feel complicated. Yeah, you know, it yeah, can yeah. feel complicated. Like, how do I? You know, even just like talking about like we're not spending enough time together, so to speak. They yeah, don't figure yeah. out like with a partner, and it's like, and you're trying to figure out how to spend more time together and what to do and what's going to be valuable time spent. Da da da. Mm. Instead of just spending the time, yeah. <laughs> you're thinking about how to spend the time instead of just spending the time. Mm -hmm. And then, and if you just simplify and yep. just be there, yep. then it will work itself out. You'll at least have to deal with it in real time, as opposed mm -hmm. to in your head, where it's just infinite questions, like mm -hmm. this, 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 this labyrinth of, you know, conundrum. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. And sometimes being able to sit back and meditate on something is necessary, but sometimes you just got to be in it, and that's what it felt like. 
yeah. when the album came back to us, it was like, okay, cool. It's like, they don't have to be heady. don't have to be these spinning questions. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was just so far. It was like a breakup in a way. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a breakup to a makeup. It was Absolutely. like, all right, this is going to, we break it and it hurts. Mm-hmm. And there's some parts that hurt from that breakup. Yeah. But like, but then it's like, oh, but then there actually, sim- there's some simple answers that come from that breakup too. Yeah. And it's almost a gift in a way, you know? And, and when, and when Blanca delivered the breakup, it was like, okay, well, now we know what we got to do. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? There's going to be some hard days, and then we're going to get it together. It brought, it brought clarity. <laughs> it yeah, brought clarity. It brought clarity. I mean, it was painful. It was hard to swallow clarity, and it was frustrating because uh, you know, Blanca had made so much beauty, given so much beauty mm. to, the, to, the, to the project. Um, but, yeah, man, you know, I was just thinking, like, on – I'm, I'm like you said. I'm grateful for for everything that happened in the process of this album and everyone's input, and grateful for mm. everything I learned and witnessed and got to reflect. You know, yeah. have reflected back onto me and take a look at all the kinds of feelings and approaches and you know responses to things. And it was super interesting. I've definitely grown a whole lot. Yeah, man. I saw it as like even initially, like when we first got up, it felt like having a men's circle. Yeah. And, I, and I had a couple, yeah. and I almost wanted to call the album Men's Circle because, like, there was a there was a couple of homies who were doing it. And I was like, oh, what do y'all do? Mm. He was like, oh, you know, just some dudes just sit in a room and talk. And I was like, and part of that sounded real boring to me, you know, but <laughs> but I was like, but I understood the need mm. for communication and yeah. chip chipping beyond just the small talk. You yeah, know exactly. I mean? When it's, uh, oh, man, what's the word? Vulnerable. Vulnerable. You're just being completely open. Up. open Vulnerability, yeah, like, yeah, man, yeah, let me yeah. say some things that I can't. A safe space, exactly. You know, and that's what the record always was to me because mm. I was going through like a, a breakup with someone I had kids with, and mm. and it was just like, man, this album became the space where I could just be in my head and say things. You know, yeah. what I mean, say things that I've been thinking about or explore ideas about you know relationship and 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 all that stuff. You know, and like and. And, and and you know not not all of it's like fully autobiographical. Some of it is just me drawing from past relationships, and you know, just really trying to figure out where I was. You know, and, and it mm-hmm. felt like that safe space where like man, I could just say what I got feel. Yeah. I could do it in a creative way, which was more inspiring. You know, and, and for me, more cathartic than say if I was just like in a room and we were just talking. It was like mm-hmm. we were kind of doing that, yeah. But we were doing it, you know, and in the center of the room was this this just like black hole of creativity we could just pour ourselves into yeah. you know what i'm saying and, yeah, man. and that to me was amazing like it was an amazing kind of coming together that helped me throughout you know a really hard time for me mm. like process and um and that's that's like another huge huge you know positive for me in the record it was like because when i listen back like i can hear I can hear all the questions. I can hear all. I can like really see where mm. I was at that time. Yeah, because the, the you know tracks are spread out over so many, so many years and a lot. Yeah, yeah. And then I can see you know where I where I am now, and just be like, man, like so much has changed. Yeah. And I had a support network, you know, whether y'all realize it or not. Like I had, yeah. I felt like I had a support network, or at least a place where I could be vulnerable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Without without judgment and yeah, without yeah. um you know, without having to like negotiate. Yeah. It was just like, here it is. That's wonderful, man. I didn't know the depth to which that went to, you know. I yeah. There's an element of that to you. To oh, for you. sure. But yeah, yeah. That's yeah, 100, 100, man. Yeah. It was, um, 
yeah, like really coming from transitioning from here and going to Adelaide. Mm. And that's I think that's where the difficulty in it came because I that album had become that like say coming up with y'all going to the studio mm. was a safe space. You know, it was like, yeah. man, there's so much stress involved in in all this, you know, uh relationship business with people. And I was like, man, there's just this thing I can it's a creative thing I can do, you know, get some stuff off my chest. Yeah. Or nothing at all. Just have fun, whatever, whatever it might be. But just like yeah. it was so good. And then like when I left and I didn't have that anymore, and I was like, having to rebuild, you know, my my creative community in a new city. Yeah. Re- will discover a creative community in essence. Mm. And it, it just it changed the dynamic, you know, you don't have those things that you're used to. So that and I think that definitely played into like the emotional response I had when I felt like, you know, my contributions weren't really being appreciated. Yeah, yeah. Cause I, and I, and the thing was, it wasn't that they, and maybe they weren't coming from the same place. Cause I was in a different place. You yeah. know, the whole vibe was different. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, you know, and I have to be honest with myself in that respect too. It's like, man, you know, things were different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. As one of the positives of the album taking such a long time is it's such a big capture, mm. you know, and I'm, and I'm noticing when I'm listening back, you know, having taken my head kind of out of the depths the sandy depths of the mix mm. where I'm just listening to the sonics yeah. to the point where they're done and I'm listening to them and I'm, I'm getting a chance to really take in all the lyrics. Mm, yeah, the, art, the, the artsy side of it. Exactly, and hear all your verses and um, get it, you know, much more of an appreciation for all the, the uh, you know, what's being said. And yeah, it's a, it's a you know, there's times being covered. There's, there's a whole range of different experiences and... Uh, moments throughout i mean i guess what what would have been the first verse you wrote on the album do you reckon like what would have been the track oh it would have been that wrote got wrote the written the earliest you know what was the first was the first song like the ooh, yeah that, that thing that you did oh that was early that, that was, was pretty early. early yeah 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 supernatural ride with me was early mm-hmm. there was um because hypocritical was the first song but you didn't you were you were singing yeah. on that yeah 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 so yeah there was yeah that was I think that was probably one of the first joints that I did yeah 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 anyway it's interesting because I guess there's you know chronological order of verses sort of mixed up throughout the album as well yeah. but then the album sorted ordered to make yeah the narrative the, the narrative of the album has a different flow than like how it was created. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But that's yeah, part of piecing it. That's together, part of piecing yeah. it. That's your job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. You, know, you did a good done, job. Hopefully. You did I mean it makes sense though, but like that's what I mean. Nobody will be able to hear it the way I feel it. You know mm. what I mean? Nobody mm. will be able to hear it the way you feel it or uh. you know it. The intimacy probably that you have with it is probably surpasses and eclipses everybody's just because you were in the mix. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. also, like you said, it took you time to be able to step back. And see the poetry of it, you yeah. know what I mean, and how that, the place that that holds outside of just like, yeah, the sonic vibration of it, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like that that holds a different place, and I, I think, um, <clears throat> yeah, it will always be it always it will always feel like a series of journal entries for me, you know. Yeah, it'll always feel like man, this is just there's no real answers. It's just pictures. It's just like snapshots of things that were happening, you know. And I, I mean, in music. Like, that's really all I'm trying to achieve. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, paint the clearest picture, you know, from my own brain. Mm-hmm. Like, like the, the smells of 
that you that recall things like you smell like gasoline and it takes you back to like a memory or mm, mm. like that's kind of how music is for me it helps me remember things and um if i can leave myself enough breadcrumbs of truth yeah then you'll get back to that essence and you know be able to reflect on something that may help you in a time of crises you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. or help somebody else potentially who might be you know dealing and i i guess that's like my ultimate goal with you know finishing the record is like i just hope that this can help men you know specifically um i don't know if there's any like answers on the album to like how to navigate relationships and stuff there's plenty of books written about it and there's you know i think a lot of you know, members of people's community who got real good insights, you know what I mean? But ultimately it's a journey you got to make and you got to live with the decisions that you make. And I think this is an album about decisions, you know what I mean? It's about dealing with consequences. It's about being, and that's to me, like that's how my dad raised me up. He was like, that's what a man is. A man is someone, you might make bad decisions, Mm -hmm. but you got to be able to stand and deal with the consequences. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And the results of what you choose to do. And not run from that responsibility. You gotta own it. You gotta own it. And um and I think that's that the process of this record was owning up to like the energy that we all felt at the beginning and saying, Yeah, this deserves to be done, you know. And uh and yeah, somewhere in the back, you know, in the, in the underlying kind of reasons why this needs to be done, it was definitely like, man, I hope, you know, men can take something from this. Mm. Men in, in all, you know, uh and women too, you know, because I think there's some, there may, might be some insights for women. Like, because I mean, I think for like women specifically um, who, you know, like, well, the women in our lives, like, maybe it will provide insight, maybe it won't. I don't really know. But I think at least it's just like, it is what it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, it's yeah. there, it is, and it is what it is. There's some food for thought. For and it's some food for thought for anyone. Um, you know, but yeah, I don't necessarily think it's like, you know, the the saving grace or anything like that. I just feel like it's just our perspective. It totally, it's an expression of an experience that mm-hmm. we that we're going through. And, um, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, it's just a trip that so many babies were born during the yeah, man. The process well, every, everybody of this, became um, a father. Everyone was either life. you know became a multiple you know had had more children or had their first child. Mm. And uh, that's a crazy little undercurrent throughout yeah. the, the record, that fact, you know. Almost definitely. And mm-hmm. you could feel like, well, in the rawest form of the record, like you could feel when those moments were happening, like you could mm-hmm. hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it informed the entire creative process. It's like when you're available, when you're not available, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. You know, all that stuff. The challenges of being continually creative yeah. In the in the face of like new responsibilities, yeah, yeah, man, yep, and um, allowing that stuff to come through, uh, or finding kind of you know, what am I trying to say? <clears throat> I just know there's times where I I've and I feel like I've gotten a lot better at this over the last year or more, but just those times when you just kind of so overwhelmed you know, with life and with the responsibilities of little children and their needs that, you know, they're, they're dawn till dusk and I end up throughout the night, like nonstop needs, you know, and just um, staying sort of in calm and in your peace enough to be able to just um, allow yourself some 
creativity. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but like, you know, just time, uh, I guess just from, I get maybe I'm touching on times where I just felt hopelessness, mm. you know, like I'm just so over, I'm just, I'm so stretched that, um, oh, that's fucking impossible. I'm never going to finish this record. I'm never going to f- mix these songs. They're like, it's too hard. What for? I'm alone. I'm lonely. Mm. Is it, you know? And um, I guess just trying to see past your nose, see past my nose in those situations or, yeah, just be at peace with going slowly when yeah. you have to, just surrendering to the reality mm. of yeah, the obligations and commitments that you've signed up to and just, yeah, man. Say, I mean, man, it's all part of and also and 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 all that shit has added so much yeah to how to what i feel and how i create and how i hear things well, and the ideas that i have and so it all it all feeds back that's in. the jewel man because end of the day a record is going to be a record in a crate you know yeah. what i mean it's going we got how many genius albums do you mm-hmm. have that are just collecting dust you Straight listen up. to like every now and again yeah but a handful of people know and a handful of people know i mean like that that's not the reward no nah. The record itself is never the reward. Mm. The process is the reward and where it puts you. Yeah. And maybe that, you know, and maybe that it's like, okay, well, so I kind of a string of, of these records that make me feel like shit sometimes <laughs> making. Yeah, yeah. That might be your that might be your journey. But I think more so anything is the man that it makes you. Yeah. And how you can navigate. And it's like if you gotta keep that in mind, because then I do too. And that's what Tom Blanca <laughs> I think it's obvious. Yeah, that, 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 so that's what I learned from that process, man. It was just like, it's like, ah, mm. it's like, it's okay, you know, mm. like, like I was saying earlier, like, it's okay if these things don't necessarily get because the jewels are in me. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's it. 100%. You know, because if, if I'm just doing it for a CD, yep. Just to be like, yo, look what I made. Yeah. I bled and sweated and blah, blah, blah. And it's mm-hmm. like, you're going to get tired of it eventually, too. You're going to yeah. get tired of it. You yeah, know what I mean? Man. You're not going to want to hear it no more. That's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No matter how classic you think it is, how Straight classic up. the world thinks it is. Straight up. You're going to get tired of it eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. You just better be for something bigger than that. Straight up. And and maybe you'll come back to it four years down the track and be yeah. like, oh, oh I need to re listen to that. You know? <laughs> but yeah, man, I think that's a. The real strong theme that's been moving around for me lately and i was talking to a friend about that similar thing the other day talking about jewels mm. i was using the analogy of 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 you know just worth like self-worth and enoughness and say you got like a bank a bank inside you full of gold bullions mm. and you throw throwing out a few blocks every time you create something or every time you put something out you 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 don't need those to come back mm. you got an everlasting supply of that within you, you know, when you trust and when you know, when yeah. you realize you're just a part of everything. This move, shit's moving around the whole time. Mm. There's no static, and so there's no there's no deficit there. Really, it might feel like there is, and it might feel like you need those bullions back for yeah. it to for it to mean something or to be okay or be enough or be you know validated. But really, the bullions are all in there, and it's an everlasting supply. Yeah. And so, well, I think the, more, the, the less attached we can get to throwing them out from mm, a, just throw mm. them out as a, from a place of love because you're feeling it because yeah. you want to do it because it's spontaneous and because you just you just giving. Yeah, and and, you know one, and you know, like I know, like even though the the like the mathematical values in time 
are so essential in music and like completely part of music like when you put constraints and like timelines and stress that's all it results in mm -hmm. is stress mm -hmm. stress in your creativity stress and mm -hmm. you know manifesting things stress and like you know where you just like you think the daunting task of i'm never going to be able to get these done because i don't have the time yep. to do it in the time that i want it to be done and it's really what you're saying because i want all the time now yep you know, but then you might have all the time and you're not inspired. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm like, damn, I got time. I'm not feeling I'm it. feeling nothing. You know, I'm mm -hmm. feeling nothing. I'm just saying you could spend two hours, three, four hours in the zone and get nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. like, then you get all of a sudden there's those little moments of inspiration where it's like, damn, I feel like I got 10. And 10 minutes feels like an hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? You And when you leave with something and it's like, yeah. and it's an enriching feeling. You might have other stuff to do. You got you know, time you got to spend with your kids or places to go. Yep. And that little bit of time that you had to do your thing, it adds to mm -hmm. that. And it's something mm -hmm. that will like float you all day. Just like, man, I'm dope. Mm. Can't wait to listen to that later. Yep. You know what I'm saying? hundred percent. And I, I think, I think that's also a, a, you know, a very valuable lesson to be learned. And it's, it's the constrictions that we put on creativity that make it seem like it ain't going to be everlasting. Mm -hmm. Makes it seem like it has to be, you know, fit into this grid you know but it don't work that way <laughs> life doesn't really work that way no we pretend it does yeah we try to make it we try to that make way. it yeah. but it ain't like i was driving into the city just the other day and i was just looking around and i was like you know everybody all cars were pulling up to this intersection and sort of stopped at the lights and the red lights glaring at us and then the green light goes and everybody goes i'm like man we're all just playing a game yeah <laughs> you know we're all playing yeah. <laughs> i feel like i'm gonna be like bill walton <laughs> no, we're all we just are, playing man. a game. Yeah, yeah. We need to get on the Jerry Garcia train. You got to see. You got to see it that way. A lot of it's folly. Yeah, it's law is folly. If you're gonna be stressed about it, mm. then you are gonna stress it. Mm -hmm. But if you just like take it for what it is, like man, it's just a game, mm -hmm. you know. And I mean, that might, might that might could you know mess up your life too. Like mm -hmm. cause some people take this game real serious. You know what I'm saying? You show up late to something, and like you know, it's like man, I see, yo, we always playing that game. Some people ain't, you know. But um, I I know I'm in a place now where I refuse to let that game impact uh, what my reality is, which is like my creativity. Yeah. Because that's what brings beauty to my world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I don't see the world in with a creative eye, with my artist's eye, it doesn't necessarily mean I have to do anything with it. Mm. I just absorb it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And appreciate it. Yeah. You know? And if, if I don't allow myself to see that way, I, I just see the world as just obstacles to be overcome constantly and yeah. you know and grids to be fit in and times to be filled and yeah, yeah, you know yeah. maximized and ultimately you know it's never enough mm. if that's how i see it yeah i'm not gonna enjoy it nah no way no way <laughs> i want to enjoy my life you know that's number one so um i i changed you know and it's it's been something that i think children has helped me do because when i remember that like i was talking about this with um like Nikki, my baby's mother, where we were talking about how like having one baby felt like so overwhelming. <laughs> you got no time. It's like, oh, there's no time. There's no time for anything. If, mm. if I'm doing something, you thinking about how guilty you feel because somebody else is not doing what they want with their time. And it's like, but it's yeah. like, and then like you get two and then baby number two comes, baby number three comes. And you're just like, how was one hard? You know, like yeah. what was hard was transitioning to that point exactly. where. Exactly. 
you know, you're you're spending your time differently. That's, That's the biggest all. shift because you go from no child to a child, to a, which is yeah. the ultimate transition. Yeah, like I can't leave or yeah, if yeah. I leave, but I have a human attached to me or yeah. like there's, and that has needs. And that's a major that's a major transition, you major. know what I mean? The biggest. The biggest. <laughs> and I just I just knew like I made a decision and it kind of came from like simple things like washing dishes, like things you have to do all the time. You know, folding clothes. Real um, talk. And I was just like I'm going to love this. Mm. I'm going to find love in this. Mm. I'm going to find something about this that's valuable and redeeming, something yeah. I can do. And so you know like as soon as you insert that artist's eye and your creativity into those things. It doesn't mean, you know, yes. like, you know, watch this is like, you know, inspect a gadget or something. You know, but it's like, you just do something that you like. You know, make it something that's vibey. You know, like. my, my best ideas come when I'm doing the dishes you know I'm or I'm, I'm doing something domestic or mm. mundane or just, you know, on a bike ride with the boys. Yep. When I'm just living. You just when I'm living. just in, in, in the moment. Mm. Uh, present with something that's yeah. not exciting, and you're not you're not like seeing it as oh, this is just taken away from when I can actually oh. think and feel. That's death. <laughs> you know? you're, you're living a death. You're living death. Yeah, because all you're doing is, is waiting for something that ain't never gonna come. Yeah, and and, like, and, and you and you live in a future that that, that, that exactly. Even, yeah, it ain't and if even it, a it, it might come, and you still don't got that moment, that perfect moment. Yeah, that perfect time. It's like we we're talking about earlier, yeah. like relationship. Like we just need to spend more time together. Mm. It's like you're thinking about it, but you ain't doing it. We're here now. We're together now. Have you seen the new the new Disney movie Soul? I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. How good is it? Amazing. 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 I'm going to rewatch it. Rewatch. I need to rewatch it too because I watched it with my kids and they got a little scared. Mm. So I was more like navigating. Yeah. But it was yeah. a vibe. It was all about that, man. It was like yeah. how and 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 the realization that like getting so it was like my favorite part of the movie. We're like, oh, being in the zone is almost like being a lost soul. Yeah. There's not that much of a difference because yeah. you can get too deep, too deep, too too obsessed, too obsessed with that, thing. With that one thing exactly. that you stop living. So good, man. That, and that and is... that was like the answer. The answer was just like, I don't know what it's gonna be. Yeah, I don't know what the answer is. Do I do this? Do I? I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I'm alive. Mm -hmm. I'm just I'm seeing the world with that artist's eye. That's yeah. the thing. Experience. And, yeah. And and that's the gift that you get from your kids because that's yes. how they see things every single day. Yep. Yep. And you can tap into that. Yep. You could just let go of the other game. Yep. The adult game. Yep. And get into the living game because the kids haven't learned that game yet. Mm -hmm. They're learning it, but you know, oh, they're man. still raw. That's the greatest gift <laughs> of of having kids and getting back onto that level. And I love it, man. I love it more and more. Mm. You know, it, it was the ultimate shock becoming a parent. <laughs> and I struggled for the first three months deeply. But the more it goes on, actually, the more I'm loving this, man, and the more I'm just appreciating the hell out of that child's perspective, you know? Mm. And, um, oh, damn, there was something else I was going to say about it. But, yeah, that's the gist of it. It's just like, <laughs> but yeah, you know, looking through that, looking, th looking at things with fresh eyes and seeing the worlds within worlds. And, mm -hmm. Oh, that, that doesn't have to mean that yet. Mm -mm. I can look at this. Mm. It could be a whole bunch of different things. This isn't just that. Yeah, it's the narrowing it be, of all the definitions. Exactly. The like, the I, I was talking about this just the other day in Adelaide, um, because it's a smaller town, slower town, mm -hmm. and and you notice like some people get really fixated on just like these little things become these huge problems in their lives, like mm -hmm. whatever it might be, like all oh, the you know. 
I, I can't even I can't even think of the specific example, but it was like something really minuscule and small mm. that I won't I won't name no names, but it was like somebody that we know was feeling. <laughs> and we were just like kind of looking at each other and just being like and I and I was like, you know, I can't even be mad at them because their world is very small. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. little things yeah. become very specific yeah. when your world is that small and it becomes and there's importance added to it mm-hmm. and there's value imbued yeah. and tied into it because it's like this is that thing. Yeah. And this is my little world. Yeah. And you might not see your world as little, but it's like somebody from the outside is like, it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But it's a real big deal to you. You know, it's like overly obsessed. Your soul mm-hmm. is getting tied in. You're going to get that black magnet shit on you. Yes. <laughs> mustache yeah. thing. That's you know, like if you move the mustache with the magnets. No. Nah. You don't remember that? There was like a little toy that came out back in the day and it was like a dude's face and it had like little magnet shavings in it and you nah. move like a little wand to give it like an uh, afro or a mustache. Yeah, it's right. that stuff on soul that was like covering up the little soul people. You're talking about the, the lost souls? Yeah, lost souls. Oh, like yeah, that black yeah, stuff yeah, the that's black surrounded. Stuff. Yeah, they were sinister. They're sinister. Yeah, yeah. sinister. It, yeah. So it's like that thing. It's like you see it. It's like, man, you just you got the, the stuff's all over you, bro. Yeah. And then, you know, if, if you add them, you broaden their perspective, though, you widen that world, you give them more possibility. Mm. And those little things may not mean as much, mm. but it's okay. Because... Mm. Mm. They could be anything. There's there's yep. more possibility than yep. just it has to be this way. Straight up. You know. Mm. We were away on holiday recently and I got a neighbor to look after our plants. It was a few weeks and it was hot and to water them. And he left a bunch of them out on the deck and they got burnt. Mm. And he was deeply apologetic. And um, I saw them when I got back and it was like a lot of black burnt leaves on them. Uh, yesterday, I got the scissors out and I cut out just the little black leaves you know cut out the, the burnt parts of the leaves mm-hmm. watered them put them in the shade did that to all of them make sure they're all watered ripped out any dead brown you know leaves and just freshened them up and there was one plant in particular i saw later in the day it had perked up already mm. you know what i mean and the others are just looking nicer and um that felt amazing like that felt so good that felt better than sitting here at a laptop trying to make a beat mm-hmm. trying to write something and i'm i reckon i probably could have you know come up with some kind of melody or lyrics there doing that i wasn't mm-hmm. i wasn't trying to or it didn't come to me at that particular time but yeah, that's the kind but of you time. were in that you were in the state the mind state of inviting creativity in yeah you know because it's a mute it's a muse, just tending man. to life yeah. and just and just doing something super simple but that is completely aligned with. Is what is. <laughs> the isness. What is, yeah, the the isness. isness in the life and, <laughs> you know, just helping something. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, it's the same with the kids, man. Like, they're, they're just like plants. I, I look at them like plants now. <laughs> it's like you're to be nurtured, you're to be given light um, and the fruits that come from you. I'm gonna, and I'm going to cut out your burnt leaves. Yeah, I'm going to cut off the burnt leaves, man. <laughs> like, I'm, you know, sometimes I got to rip some weeds out, you know. <laughs> but we're going to be all right. But, like, the fruits that you get, those, like, little just thought nuggets that come out of nowhere mm. and just, like, mm. like mm. you know, you open yourself up to getting your mind blown mm. for somebody who's just, like, new to the earth mm. but, like, old to the to the soul. And, and way closer to the source. Closer to the source than you are because... 
we've been stopping at too many red lights. I'm not yeah. saying don't stop at red lights, but you yeah, know, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a game exactly. <laughs> that we're all playing. It's just exactly. a traffic jam. Yeah, we're speeding up too much. Yeah. We're going too fast. And one of the greatest moments in my life, just remember this like a couple months ago, um, was Jordan's last shot against Brian Russell. When that happened, I was in traffic with my parents driving either to or from Las Vegas. And there was like an accident or something. And I, I just remember cars parked on a highway, like in the middle of the desert and the radio on. People were listening to this game. And when Jordan hit that shot, I, I, I'm not everybody, but many people got out of their cars honked their horns, some stayed in there were honking their horns, and people stood up on their cars and were just like celebrating (laughs) in the street. And I remember as a kid thinking how amazing that was. You know what I mean? And I've never seen it since. I've never seen a traffic jam. People just got out their cars and started partying like it's a movie. Mm. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because for one moment in time, something so amazing happened that we stopped playing the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? We just started being kids again. Mm. Like, And I was able to witness it, you know? And that's it's just that energy, man. Like you yeah. can move in either pool. Yeah. Sometimes it's fun to subvert the game, you know, because it makes the natural order a little bit more powerful. Or like, you know, you just you get to see it in a broader light. You know what I mean? It's like it's like putting a paper boat in the ocean. You know what I mean? Like, ooh, mm. it's a powerful ocean. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. yeah, man. Straight up. Mm. We ran it out of time. <laughs> Phil Collins. Wrote in the air of the night Off the top of his head He was going through a divorce with his wife Mm. He was in the studio Messing around with those two chords There was no drums Mm. And he freestyled The whole thing The whole thing (laughs) And wrote one of the biggest songs ever Mm. Just to go back to that That moment you know, mm. that moment of spark, just get having an idea and not even having an idea yet, maybe just like in the real time in that present moment of just letting it all come out. Yeah. And um, I guess just the reminder there that it doesn't have to be a certain way. Anything you create, you know, when you're creating and I think you get in an idea of, oh, I want it to sound like this or it should sound like this other song or be a certain way. That can fuck you a lot of the time as well. Mm. You know, that, that idea they had there, there wasn't even drums on it. And then they come, the guy he was collaborating with, the uh, engineer, stump, that's when they stumbled upon that gated reverb sound, that mm, 80s big yeah. snare sound, because they hit it through the talkback mic from the studio room. Whoa. It came through and the speaker. It was, a- it was like that, that the button that the, the, um, the mixer presses to speak to the musicians inside yeah. the studio. And he heard the drum sound through it. And he was, whoa, like, whoa, what was that? What was that? They changed the mixing board from then on. They built in a button to activate to that, that as a channel, wow. as a record channel because of In the Air Tonight. And that's purely just accidental. Just accidental. Mm-hmm. And then they did that fill and it's yeah. iconic. Mm-hmm. That do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And, you know, there's that drum machine drum beat in that song yeah. at the start. That wasn't even there in the first version. Uh, who's that boss of... Um, that the Turkish American dude, who's the boss of Atlantic, he was the boss of Atlantic, Aragon, Ahmet Ahmet Aragon, something like that. Mm. He was like the label boss for, mm. for years and years and years. He was like, "Where's the drums?" And they were like, "Oh, they come in later." 
And he, you know, he was like, well, you know that and I know that, but the kids don't know that. Mm. <laughs> so we need to put in a little drum. So they put in that drum machine. But I guess, yeah, my point is that, that you reminded me of that when you were talking before about just, you know, just making stuff. Yeah, great, great things can come from very simple places. Like MF Doom, actually, rest in peace, was like, it's one of the random interviews I saw years ago. And they were like, you know, what are you, where are you? How do you come up with what you do? You know, so off the wall, blah, blah, blah. Your life must be so crazy. And he was like, man, no, I'll just be hanging with my kids. And mm. sometimes thoughts come. And when they don't, and I'm feeling like, I'll just go live life. Mm. And then life provides. <laughs> you mm. know, like mm. Maxwell had a similar interview where they were like, after his album Embrya, there was that big gap. And they were like, you know, there's always, it's like that. Again, another game like the press, and there should be albums like mm, or second the album, next album, next and the next one, and like and so we can treat that one like the next one. And and he was just like they were asking about the album. His man was living life, like I had life to live. Like these songs don't come from nowhere. Yeah, I mean they do, but they don't. Like they come from living. Mm. And I live, and then you know if, if it hits me, if it puts me in that zone, mm. then I have something I can write about. Maybe you know? it's like you live, and all the experiences and events accumulate in the subconscious and when there's enough yeah. there to come back out when it's worthwhile yeah. like when it's like when it fills to the brim and it's like you just you know like you're just brimming with creativity yeah. and like, i can't hold this back yeah 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 you no know, as opposed to like when you're on e mm. and, and it's like you were saying with like those gold nuggets the bullion in you like i think it's just a it's like a valve system mm. <laughs> you know it's like it's always there mm. but that internal mechanism to like bubble it up to the top mm. to give you the inspiration to be the muse mm. Mm. that excites you and like or if you're angry i don't know like it's emotional like for me creativity is very emotional and it's like when those that mixture of emotion and excitement and mm. maybe a little bit of ego like you know mm. i don't know just like all those things fits right and then it bubbles something out mm -hmm. and you grab that idea and you can make something with it yeah and then you can get technical with it and you sometimes know, so. you need to let out a bit of just the dirt yeah right before you get yeah, to the gold it's just it's rough, rough. Hey. you know he's just getting all the like yeah back back wash you ever find that when you're freestyling sometimes the first like minute or two oh, will just bro. be whatever and then suddenly you'll tap with it. You'll everything i do yeah like it's a warm-up phase yeah, yeah like yeah even today like you know i'm like i have a performance and luckily yesterday, like I got to have a rehearsal with the band and I got to let some of that bubble up come. Mm. Or like, you know, usually like before I have a rap show, like I'll just like put on some beats in my car on the way to the gig and just be like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like just yeah. saying absolutely nothing. Right. Just get the blah. Just out. get the, just, like I was talking to Info about it. He's like, man, I'm, I've lost the words. Mm. And I was like, bro, the words will come as long as you got the rhythm. Mm. That's what matters. You guys, as long as you got the rhythm, you got what you need. And that's the thing. It's just like the 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 purity of inspiration you can always tap into. But like it's it's like antenna signals, man. And it's just like if if in this and you know it's my personal belief, but I I believe in like a creator. I believe in universal consciousness. Like I mm. believe in that. And I'm like if it chooses to speak through me. All I got to do is be there to let it happen mm -hmm. and be pure yeah, yeah, yeah. in my intention of not trying to say, like, take hold of it mm -hmm. or take claim of it. Just mm -hmm. let it work through you. Be a conduit. Yeah, be a conduit. And like, and that's prophetic and it's it's beautiful. Yeah. It don't always happen. No. Nah. 
sometimes you're on a limb by yourself mm. but that's cool too because mm. you mm. got experiences and history to draw from and like yeah. there's things there you know but every now and again you get that pure inspiration mm. and, and that's but you got to be chosen for that like it has to choose you the moment has to be right the alchemy has to be right um and i think by just living it gives you a greater opportunity to get those kind of connections mm. you know and you can be tuned in more often mm-hmm. yeah otherwise you just got to perfect you know mastering what's in you yeah <laughs> which which can be limited like eventually like you got no more stories to tell yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember i think tom might have showed me shared with me something an old jazz cat or an old blues singer someone said been around a while it was like you're the, <laughs> i don't know if he said quality but it was like the the level of you know your music will be as good as how much life you have lived mm. or like you you haven't lived enough to make a good album yet mm. you know it's just like the more you live the more you're gonna have to to share and make your shit interesting mm. and creative and and, tr- and honest and honest yeah when I, and, and, and colorful and yeah when that's why i feel like this album like the average man you know it's it's beautiful in that sense like in the simplicity of the title there's a lot of depth to it because you know the average man man you know taken in the sense of humanity Mm. you know i believe is a character a being of soulfulness Mm. you know has that possibility and potential Mm. to live Mm. you know and as artists like and musicians particularly like we're our own our sole responsibility is to represent our life in sound and our experiences in sound you know and that's a, that's a that's a heavy task because it's hard to get in that zone it's hard to have the time to do it life is not suited for digging into your soul and making things with sound you know what i'm saying the way we live it yeah we're getting closer like sometimes you know covid making it way easier mm. <laughs> in a way you know what I mean? mm. Um, but you know, it's like, that's, that's the average person. Like the average person is, is here. <laughs> Had to be here. You, cause you're a person, you're human, you're yeah. here you yeah, know yeah, 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 yeah. and you're experiencing things. And, um, I don't know. I, I just think that's really beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, anything else specifically you want to say about the record before we talk about some like little tidbits around the date and stuff you know? <laughs> man no, it's nothing else than man i just commend you for being like the captain of the ship man and, and holding it down and going and when it was going down you was going down with it and you resurrected it and you just like yeah I, I just need no one no one will be able to appreciate what you did you know i don't think there's enough reward that exists but i, I just i hope that those jewels that you got from it our reward. I hope you feel those and you recognize them, because I think that's going to be the greatest reward from it. No matter yeah. what happens with the record, whether yeah. you know we get a Grammy or something, who knows? <laughs> but like that, those jewels will be everlasting, man. And I and I can hear the jewels, you know, and that's what, mm. and I can see them, you know, what I mean, shining in you, resonating in you, and, mm. and it, that's what brought me back in, and it was inspiring. So, mm. man, keep that bullion polished <laughs> keep letting it out yo that's a that's a valid point you got to polish it you're mm. gonna polish your own bullion yeah man yeah yeah thank you man <laughs> um i do feel it i do feel it and it was a stormy sea to captain that ship through it was a lot it was a lot of tidal waves yeah. 
But um, I'm grateful you were there, man, uh, at the lighthouse, you know, at the end to, to join, to help me join, to help me piece it together and, and uh, you know, bring it to a, bring it to a, to a completed piece. Um, so thank you as well, man. Hey, no Appreciate worries. you. <laughs> uh, so Feb 5th, we're going to drop the album. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> it is on the way. It is it, loaded. It's loaded. <laughs> it's in progress. Um, that date being two weeks exactly from the day we're recording this. Mm, and today, the 22nd of Jan. And uh, there's birthdays around that time, too. There is. There is. The Suns. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Same day. The next day on the Saturday. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. yep. Yep. Soul, my boy, my firstborn eldest boy turns seven. And Kip, your six. middle child mm-hmm. boy, turns six. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, you know, this is diversity. This episode has been entirely dedicated to this album that me and Dom have made. But Dom, we had two deep dads, and Dom is a triple double daddle because he got <laughs> triple, double, that is nonsensical. <laughs> no, I love it. He's got three. Man, you know, you go from one child to two, and it's like whoa. And then um, they say going from two to three is 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 an easier transition but i still bow down to anyone with more than two kids because i just see that as mayhem Mm. but i mean you know the i I always say like and granted like you know it's different for everybody absolutely but like my kids they got each other Mm. and they all have different dynamics if like one makes one mad it's not like oh well we're both mad at each other and that's it's like there's peacemaking there's they got they got they crew up on different stuff like there's yeah. always units yeah it's a shifting unit straight up you know what i mean and that's the biggest thing that comes into it right that extra dynamic that between extra, them the three the yeah. third the triad. they're their own thing they're you, their own you, thing it's yeah. not just the parents and a child or two children you know is like oh now we've got a level here yeah the kids yeah. are playing with each other yeah or fighting with each other yeah but often and the older they get working it out with yep. each other it's an ever-shifting dynamic and i'm just like I just feel lucky with any any kids who have siblings. I'm like, man, you just get you get to learn people. So much, you know, you man. and you see them learning. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I can see he's upset. I want to make him more upset. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. And then my yeah, job yeah. is to teach you why that's not a good idea. Yeah, or yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I can see he's upset. I'm gonna make him feel better. Mm. And they learn. They have to learn that. Like, yeah. That's not like you know. I mean, maybe some kids do it naturally, but like my kids have to learn it because they like to test the water. It's like science. It's, They're yeah. like, oh, I can go this way mm. or I can go this way. Yeah. You know, this way is going to make him have a tantrum or this way is going to yeah, make her smile and be happy. Like, and they yeah. test the waters constantly. It's such a gift to have a sibling for the children. You know, no, no knock to any, you know, only child families out there. Um, Sorry, not a not a knock, but just to say, <laughs> Man, you, you ain't got no bush, you ain't <laughs> about nothing, nah, nada. You ain't a you, you ain't alive. <laughs> you was alone at the lunch table. Um, but just <laughs> the amount of learning that there is for an older sibling to be able to deal with a younger sibling coming in and messing them with all their shit, <laughs> and uh, you know, because they're still little. You mm-hmm, know, we, mm-hmm. I, I know we had expectations of Sol. I think at some points to be more grown up and more responsible and capable than he maybe ought to have been at that age. Mm, yeah, you realize like, we got st- used to him. He's still a kid. Being just so little, you know. And then for the younger child, 
wanting to do all and have all these things that the bigger kid has and be able to do all the things that the bigger kid has and and um, having to figure out a way to be okay with not being able or to do and have those things and just that acute frustration that I see in Kuali sometimes mm. when he's not on that level in whatever context it may be. There's a huge opportunity for resilience and growth and and um, I don't know what the other word is, man, but just, uh, yeah, I guess resilience mostly. Like, oh, okay, I'm not on that level yet. I have to be okay with it. I have to accept that in some way. Mm. And um, yeah, and for the older brother or older sister, having that little whippersnapper just biting at their heels and ankles all the time, that's the test too. Oh, for sure. And that's a whole new human in your life when you're this the the one with all the devoted attention upon you that's getting split suddenly. You know that's a transition. That's a it's a challenge, I guess, as well. Anyway, I'm waffling now. <laughs> um, but uh, so I don't know when we're going to put this. I don't know if we should put this out with the album or put it out before. What do you think? Uh, I reckon after. After, yeah. You know, just at some stage, because there's yeah. always those like it's the era of the podcast and like. It just makes me so happy that people can tell their own stories without mm. necessarily like being prodded Definitely. by like, these are the things that matter to us for you to answer. It's mm. like, I, I felt like it's nice to just have a morsel of retrospect, uh, introspection, mm. like retrospective, retro introspective. It's like mm. we finished it, but we're, we're going into it still, yes. you know, yeah. after a little bit of distance and maybe we'll do another one. I don't know, like break down the tracks or sure. whatever, but yeah. Just come. I think. I think this album deserved, as every good relationship deserves, like just a a moment of like, let me just look at you. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. see see what we did. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. <laughs> and understand the history of it. You yeah. Know, just from our our like in our personal perspective. Yeah. I feel that. The Bandcamp pre-order could go live today, two weeks prior to the album drop. Should we hit it? Hit it. All right. Yeah, I think in. I think it's just be available. We'll like, get the pre-order now. Just make it out there. Yep. Cool. <laughs> it's on. We can start start a yeah, just start another wave of it. Like, cause it's like I said, it's just something that I feel very proud of. Particularly, you know, the the production. Like, I just something like man, and I've been saying I was like, this is like my favorite grouping of mm. Billy Oil beats. Like, mm. and I like a lot of your albums, but like this one for me is just like. I could feel just from a technical level, a soulfulness level, like that step yeah. up. It's just like, yeah. yeah, reckless. Thank you, man. Like and you, you have to drop the instrumentals at some stage. Yeah, for sure. Hey, yeah, definitely, definitely. And and shout out to all four Street Fighters. Yeah, because um, that because I was pushed. <laughs> I was pushed to 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 work harder and and do you know production wise, I guess, on this album and the whole thing. Um, it's definitely, yeah, sure. I did, you know, I did the mixing and I produced them and I did, did most of the, you know, drum programming and whatever and writing of the tracks. But um, it was definitely a group effort in terms of the ideas and structure and um, inspiration, you know. So, yeah, mm. um, I just want to make a shout out to the four for the credit of that process, shout. you know. Yeah. Cool. Let's sign it off. It's done. 
And, um, <clears throat> onto new new on, things. Onto, onto new things, new ideas. Thanks, Dom. Thanks to ch for the chat. Good to Thank chat, you for allowing always. me to enter the diversity. <laughs> and thanks for those uh, eggs this morning, man. Oh, uh, man. Fuego. Dude. <laughs> Huevos rancheros. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>